my friends and health masters family, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic day today, and everybody's staying healthy as always. We're getting more and more people email me and calling me. Basically, they've gotten head colds and basically are starting to come down with some stuff and everybody's starting to hammer their subs. I think a lot of people have learned now and people are bouncing back quite fast from what I've talked to from a lot of people. One thing I noticed, though, is a lot of people who are still catching it or getting this or just catching a common cold seem to be much, much less symptomatic than they were before, you know, prior to this, the first time they caught a cold or got sick. So it appears that the people that are actually taking care of themselves and taking their supplements, their body's immune system is staying really, really strong and is fighting off anything it's getting exposed to, which is great. But I got a phone call yesterday from my doctor that I know out in uh, western United States, Midwest, and he's been working in rotation in the urgent care. And he said it's been very troubling because they've now run out of the regular rapid test and they're going back to the PCR test. And he said what's interesting now is pretty much all the places around there are going back to the PCR test. And he said he's been actually monitoring the testing and the results kind of on a uh, spreadsheet. And he said right now on average, 95% of the people that are testing on the PCR test are testing positive for COVID. And he said the vast majority of people that are getting tested aren't sick as far as symptomatically sick. And he said something is very, very wrong. He said what's interesting about it as well, even people that are coming in with simply a stuffy nose or a head cold, which is about as common as it gets in cold weather in December and January, that's not abnormal at all, he said they're testing positive. He said pretty much it's either nothing or everything. And about nine out of ten of the tests are coming back positive, which is very disturbing. And he told me something that was interesting. He said, be very, very aware of what's going to start happening in the next couple weeks. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, I really think you're going to start seeing some very significant problems in the markets and in retail and in supply chains in the next coming weeks. I said, why do you think so? He said, what's starting to occur is, and a lot of businesses have already started to implement this, if somebody at their office or at their work tests positive, Pretty much anybody that works in direct contact with that person now with a lot of these jobs are being told they have to go test now before they can come back to work. He said this is one of the reasons why you're seeing the testing lines so long and so many people. They simply can't go back to work without testing. And if they don't test, they can't get paid off for COVID. And he said the majority of these people aren't even sick. They're simply testing, and then they're testing positive because these PCR tests are turned up all the way. And he said then they're turning around, and they're getting short and short and short and short at these jobs. That's why so many people are out of work right now. That's why the supply chains are starting to cause huge issues with FedEx and other companies. And he said one thing that you also need to remember, too. He said January 15th, he said, is the mandate up in Canada. Any truck drivers that drive in the Canadian border have to have a vaccine passport now to get in there, which means you're going to start seeing more supply chain issues because now they're talking about doing the same thing for Canadian truck drivers coming into the United States. This is all being done and orchestrated very, very cleverly to completely and totally and slowly implode the economy of the United States and blame it all on COVID. 
is exactly what's going on. And he said what's even more disturbing is how many children he is seeing now coming in, not just that are sick, but that are having unbelievably horrific side effects. He said the other day, a seven-year-old girl came in with her dad. And he said she looked horrible. He said no way a seven-year-old should look like this. He said big bags on her eyes, big dark circles. Look, I mean, she, she, she just looks sick, flat out. Not just like head cold sick, looks sick for uh, basically complaining of chest pains. So she was having horrific chest palpitations. They basically checked her out and scanned her, and they sent her basically to the ER for pericarditis. Seven-year-old girl, pericarditis. And he asked the report on it, and he goes, what, and what have, has she been vaccinated? Oh, yeah, she just got her second shot. You know, we will make sure she's fully injected. And he's like, are you kidding me right now? Seven-year-old girl getting injected with this? Oh, yeah, well, she's got to stay protected. And, you know, a lot of times these, these doctors and these parents are so dumbed down and so mind-controlled from the propaganda, they literally are willing to do any type of experimental device on their children because they have basically been brainwashed into doing so. But he said it was deeply disturbing. And so this has happened all over the place. I saw another Olympic runner basically uh, diagnosed pericarditis, myocarditis. Another guy that basically plays soccer that's from um, Qatar collapses on the field, massive heart attack in the middle of the field. Dude's like 29 years old, massive heart attack on the field. All of them, from what we're hearing now, all of them have been injected with the shot. The inflammation this is causing the cardiac muscle is absolutely debilitating in most cases if somebody's extremely active. And they're seeing this all across the board now, especially with younger kids. And now we're basically seeing as well that in the UK, the reports come out now, if you guys have seen this, they're now reporting the government data showing that nearly 75% of all UK COVID deaths have been fully vaccinated. Yeah. When do people start realizing what's going on and people start saying no? You got the CEO of Pfizer now coming out and saying that they're working on the fourth booster shot for any new variable, you know, variants that are coming out now. Now we're starting to see that they're pushing more and more that, that what the RNA shot does and how it's intentionally causing things to mutate. Dr. Robert Malone was on the war room the other night, and he talked about basically an Ebola-like fever super virus that's in China right now caused by mutations from the mass vaccinations. And he said this is what happens. And he, remember, Malone's the inventor of the RNA. He flat out said, he goes, these were never designed to be used like this. You cannot start injecting people repeatedly with RNA injections like this and try to vaccinate, so to speak, your way out of a upper respiratory infection because it doesn't work. He said you start causing massive, massive mutations in the virus. It's not to mention that people become unbelievably contagious with these mutations. This is the guy that invented the RNA, yet nobody seems to be listening to anything he has to say. And Why is that? Well, it's because it doesn't fit the narrative. Now we've seen the Project Veritas came out last night, if you saw this now, and the report came out from DARPA. It was allegedly basically a top-secret shared drive. I don't know how they got a hold of this, but Project Veritas obtained a report showing that the DARPA facilities research and technology, which you guys know DARPA, they need no introduction, that EcoHealth Alliance – the company that got the grant from the NIH, from Dr. Fauci, that worked on the gain-of-function research, actually approached DARPA, the DARPA, in March 2018 to obtain funding for Project Diffuse to conduct gain-of-function research of coronaviruses from bats. I kid you not. 
this all over Project Veritas now. DARPA, March 2018, they were working on this research and wanted DARPA to work on it. DARPA basically declined, said it was violating gain-of-function research moratorium, and basically there's too much safety concerns with it, and they weren't going to be involved in it. That says a lot coming from DARPA. And then you find out the later documents with EcoHealth Alliance and the NIH, under the direction of Dr. Fauci, proceeded with the research and sent it to the Wuhan Virology Lab in China and also several other sites across the United States in order to build this virus so they could turn around and get it out on the market in order to push their agenda. There's a Senate hearing that I saw the other day with Fauci. This is back from like 2004, I think, 2005. I mean, this is like 15, 16 years ago. And he literally is talking in detail, verbatim, about how there's going to be a pandemic in the future. And the only way to stop this pandemic is to make sure we have mass vaccination. That's the only way to stop this. It's like 15 years ago he's talking about this. I mean, in detail, in detail, exactly parodying what he's saying now, showing you this whole thing has been orchestrated for a very, very, very long time in order to do exactly what they're doing now. And you take it a step further and you see some of these other countries like Austria now, they're now sending full-blown undercover law enforcement in plain clothes to catch people, so they say, to catch those who might attempt to go about their daily business while avoiding officers without a COVID passport. They said, while the authorities in the country have already reportedly done 1.6 million checks since the start of the nation's corona apartheid lockdown of unvaccinated individuals, he said the controls will, this is, this is what Austria's interior minister, Gerthed Karner, said, the controls will continue to be intensified, above all out of fairness towards those who support the necessary restrictions and solidarity. He goes on to say it's about taking actions against those who do not adhere to the rules and taking action with fairness towards those who support the measures. What? So if somebody doesn't want to go along with an experimental injection, all of a sudden they're not supporting the rules. Guys, this is a full-blown war right now. Everybody's got to get their heads on straight and realize what they're doing and how far they're willing to push this narrative. As long as everybody keeps complying and go along with it, they will take this fight to the very end as long as there's no resistance. That is why I commend all of our listeners. I've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of texts. Sharon's been sending them to me. People send us stuff on Instagram. Families, friends, workers that are basically saying no. I'm not going to comply with this. Even if they're denying you know, exemptions or not getting them, they're saying, no, we're done. We're retiring. We're stepping out. We're no longer going to play in this rat race anymore. Then as sad as that is, people have to become as vocal as possible about this because this is getting very aggressive because of the misinformation that the mainstream media is putting out there and the lies and propaganda, they cannot have anybody opposing them in alt-media right now. And that's exactly what's happening. A lot of people now I'm talking to are starting to wake up. Even people that have gotten the shot now are, that I've talked to are simply saying, dude, this whole thing's a joke. This, this new variant that comes out every 10 minutes, we're going to have another fourth, fifth booster shot. And I said, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen next. And I said, as long as you keep complying with it, that's where it's going to go. It reminded me of the lady that I talked to a couple months ago when I was at that luncheon back in October, November. And she, we were talking. I was sitting and talking to her. She goes, well, yeah, I got vaccinated so I could travel. She goes, I had already had COVID, you know, but I just went ahead and got it so I could travel because I like to go on cruises and like to fly. And I said, well, what are you going to do when they tell you you got to get your next booster shot? 
She goes, what? I don't think they're going to do that. She goes, we've already gotten the shot now. I said, oh, you don't think they're going to tell you you got to get a third booster shot in order to function, in order to do the same things? Well, I don't don't know. Then she kind of stopped talking to me and went back to her food. Well, guess what? Now Fauci has come out now very blatantly and said that we have to change the definition of fully vaccinated and up-to-date vaccines. I mean, this is going to be an ongoing vaccination effort, is what he's saying now. Ongoing vaccination effort, meaning there is no goalpost anymore. There is no end in sight. They are going to continue to roll out the fourth and fifth and sixth booster all throughout this year and tell everybody, this is what you need to keep ongoing, updated vaccination status. That's where it's headed next now in order to keep this narrative and lie going with as many people sick as possible. What do you think, Dad? I think a lot of people are waking up, and uh, it's because of alt-media. That's the only reason it's happening. The problem with the people waking up is they've got to put a new superstar for alt-media for everybody to go to and gravitate to. I don't know what the deal is with Dr. Malone. I'm not saying he's real. I'm not saying he's not real. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that the man has taken the shots multiple times, and now he's telling people how bad the shots are, and he operates for BARDA, and he works for BARDA. And, and people are asking, well, who's BARDA? Well, yeah, BARDA is a – how should I say this? It's a, it's a giant government working with the government. It's a countermeasure you know, portfolio for COVID-19. And they have all kinds of stuff that they've worked with, with Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline, with Merck, with Eli Lilly, you know, with BD, that's Becton Dixon and Company, and on and on and on and on. And he's he has worked for, and I don't know if he's currently working for, BARDA. So I don't know who this guy is as far as Malone. I've spoken to a lot of other physicians, uh, <laughs> and they've said that they don't know who he is, and they're not sure. And one of them said it, said it this way, he gives me the creeps. Now, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you guys, be very careful because – when, when suddenly people start getting on all this alt-media and they start getting all of this exposure and they start getting all of this, how should I say, airtime, and, you know, they never did before, you kind of wonder how in the world are they being promoted? Are you noticed? Have you noticed that yours truly, me and Austin, you know, aren't being invited on large talk shows? You know, we now we get on Jeff Rents. He's a large talk show. And Hagman, he's a large talk show. But I'm talking about, in general, the majority of the talk shows don't contact us. Now, but I have to say this. I don't have a publicist out there pushing, pushing, pushing me to get on these different talk shows. I don't do that because we're so busy with the Ted Austin Brower show. So there's no need for me to be on the big talk show because I've already done big talk shows, and I've been doing that for close to 40 years now. But the reality is, is this. We've got to ask ourselves a question. You know, Why in the world do certain people get pushed in alt media and certain people do not? I mean, it's all kind of strange. You know, uh, yesterday, I think it was the Huffington Post released that, you know, Alex Jones had made like 170, 165 million dollars in total sales in the last three years because apparently he's having to, you know, turn over his, his, uh, you know, his, 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 uh, financials now because of all these lawsuits he's in. Now, do I care that Alex Jones is making all of this money? Absolutely not. I could care less what Alex Jones makes. That make one bit of difference to me. But the only thing I know is that, you know, why are certain people allowed to have all of the exposure? Certain people don't get the exposure. Certain people have to be maintained and controlled, and other people don't have to be maintained and controlled. I don't know. And I'm not speaking anything bad about Alex Jones. I'm just, and I feel bad for him. He's in this big lawsuit about Sandy Hook now. I really do. But the reality is, is this. I mean, why in the world do certain 
groups of people, certain organizations get pushed forward and certain ones get pushed back. You know, Candace Owen, she is an interesting example of this. You know, she's put out some really good information over the years and she's put out a lot of tweets. But then she comes right in and she interviews Donald Trump. That tells you the size that she is and how big she is. And suddenly she starts making excuses for Trump because he's basically, how should you say, electronically illiterate and doesn't do his own research. I mean, whether that's true or not, it doesn't make any difference. You can pick up a sheet of paper and read a report and realize the problems associated with mRNA vaccines. And then we got the information coming out of China now, and Dr. Malone's reporting that. That you know we have this you know we we have a possibility of some type of hemorrhagic fever taking place in China right now, that's working its way through the population over there, and that you know 20 million people are now basically being confined and sequestered and locked down in China before the next you know before the Olympics starts in a few weeks. This is a mess, okay? All of us a mess because of the disinformation that's going out. This morning I was I was speaking to a friend of mine, and we started talking about Masonic lodges, and come to find out her. Husband's a Masonic Lodge member. And he, she told me, she was, well, yes, a lot of preachers. And she starts talking. She was, well, Billy Graham was a 33 degree Mason. Her husband said he knew that. And I thought, I started thinking, well, that, that, that's interesting. We have all of these top level evangelicals that are being pushed on us or have been pushed on us in the past and who have been given huge TV talk shows or huge seminars or rallies that they've attended or basically posted or put on for everybody to come to. And yet now we're finding out that these guys are top level Masonic Lodges. And I'm not saying that any of the people that I'm talking about this morning, you know, are Masons. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that there's this undercurrent that we have right now globally that it's kind of like if you've ever gotten caught in a riptide, it's, it's weird. It really is. I remember one time we were on a raft and we were out in Costa Rica and we wanted to ride the, the way, the breakers and they were about, you know, 300 feet offshore and we wanted to go out to the breakers and ride them on these rubber rafts that we had rented. And I'll never forget. We got caught in a riptide. I was with a guy named Gus. He was from California. He'd been in riptides before. And all the surf looked like it was going in one direction towards the shore. Suddenly, we find ourselves like a half mile offshore, you know, this Pacific Ocean infested with sharks on a little rubber raft. And, I mean, we were getting pulled out by this current. And, I, and Gus looked at me and says, the only way you're going to be able to get to shore that we can get back to shore now because we never got to the breakers. And when we got past that thing, it just took off with us like a dog. And we were heading to Hawaii on a rubber raft with our feet dangling down. And I started thinking, this is crazy. But we paddled diagonally across the current, and we got back to shore. Remember, Sharon was there, and Gus's wife was there. And they were both unbelievably stressed out. We were so far offshore. And finally, we had to go at a diagonal to get back to shore. We ended up showing up about a mile from where we had started on the beach because of the current. And that's what we have here in social media, and that's what we have in the alt media. There's a rip current of disinformation that's pulling people in the wrong direction on a constant basis, not allowing us to get back and be anchored to the shore. That's where we have found ourselves in alt media. There's so many people out there that are being pushed on us, so many people out there that are going and getting these huge shows almost immediately. They come out of nothing from nowhere, and suddenly they're getting all of the guests, all of the airtime, and you got to know they've got to have a staff of 10 or 15 people. And then you find out that some of the top alt-media people, their first books were basically published by the CIA. I could give you names, but I'm not going to do that. You start thinking, well, what the heck? Is this all Operation Mockingbird? And probably is, most of it. And I've told you this. 95% of the people who are out there are compromised. Probably 80% are Operation Mockingbird. There's only a few of us that are out there actually telling the truth about what's really happening. 
How many people, I'm going to say it again, how many people talk to you guys about BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and the Bloodline families, and the Rothschild banking cartel, and the Kabbalist Luciferian network that started way back when with the, basically the, the Baal religions of, you know, Asherah and Moloch and all of the rest of this mess that was going on thousands of years ago, tying it together with an priesthood that was brought back into prominence with 17 Zevi in 1666 who brought Jacob Frank into this thing 100 years later and then he brought the Rothschild banking cartel into this Satan worship and the inversion of everything using Benindi Brith which is the Jewish Masonic Lodges and the Masonic Lodges here in the United States at the highest levels which also were involved with forming the United States of America including George Washington this is their new Atlantis and so most people don't want to talk about this any of this and a building of the third temple. And then when you start touching the Schofield reference Bible, and you start talking about what Schofield was and who Darby was, you start going, wait a minute. And then you tie in Samuel Untermeyer into it, and you realize that he was the one that was the, how should you say, the catalyst back 100 years ago to push all of these narratives in a direction towards the Zionism so they could rebuild the third temple. You start, go, your, your head wants to explode. And you go, wait a minute. That's the only thing that makes any sense, that we are under control of a satanic cult that has run the planet for thousands of years, that was put together through the fallen angels as a form of worship to them, to feed them in an interdimensional interface to human sacrifice. And you go, wait a minute, now that just got sick. I, I know it does. And you think, how in the world? But then when you try to figure it out any other way, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't because you start thinking, how many pieces of this puzzle? You know, the doctors destroy health, governments destroy liberty, attorneys destroy justice. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. And you sit back and you go, now we got Ebola coming out of China by Malone. All right. You know, and you say, well, that, I guess that's possible. You know, I talked to Dr. Sherry Tempenny this morning. And she told me they actually have an Ebola vaccine now. It's already been approved for pregnant women. I mean, who in the world wants to line up for an Ebola vaccine? I mean, that, <laughs> just, that doesn't sound good to me. I mean, how, what are they doing? Are they using denatured Ebola? They're going to inject that into you? I just don't want to go there. Like Austin said, all the people out there right now that are sick, that have taken care of themselves, you know, they're doing pretty, pretty good. But, but now the government's trying to say that the reason that people are getting sick is because they're eating junk food. Now, mind you, I understand that a lot of people are eating junk food. I got that. And I, and, I, and I understand that junk food causes heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, and all kinds of degenerative diseases. But diabetes isn't causing this giant surge. I mean, junk food isn't causing this giant surge of all these horrible problems that we're having in the United States right now. You know, not that these junk food is going to be good for anything because it's not. That's why, heck, I did a, the top ten list of foods never to eat for many, many years trying to warn people about all of this stuff. But, guys, junk food is causing this massive surge. Well, it does lower the immune system. It does. I, I will I will give them that. It does lower the immune system. And, and people who eat junk food, in most cases, they don't, I say this very sincerely, they don't take care of themselves. If a person is living on Twinkies and ding-dongs and cupcakes and garbage, suddenly you begin to realize that, hey, you're sick all the time. You know, you've got some serious, serious problems. And, and you know, and here's here's what the New York Post said. They said, Spike in autoimmune diseases is blamed on fast foods. No, it's not. It's blamed on, uh, on spike proteins. But now they've got to come back and blame it on fast foods. And, and you've got to realize that when you take these injections that cause your body to start fighting against itself, it's causing autoimmune diseases, and it's producing a spike protein that's destroying the body. Here's what it says. 
Disorders of the immune system are on the rise everywhere, thanks to the Western diet and junk food. Autoimmune diseases, including diabetes, multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, have spiked in recent decades, which is true. And a lot of that is due to the junk food, according to the scientists James Lee and Carlola Venusa at London's Francis Crick Institute. They've devoted a study to investigating these junk foods. So now they're finding a way to tell you the spike proteins causing damage to your system and creating autoimmune diseases are basically because of the junk food that we've been eating in this country now for 60 or 70 years. Now, mind you, the United States is leading the world when it comes to heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. The leading cause of death in children age 14 and under, other than accidents, is cancer. You know, we have the highest infant death rate of any industrialized nation in the world, period. And we have the highest leukemia rates in children of any industrialized nation in the world. That's what we have in the United States because of the junk food we're eating and because of the garbage we put into our bodies. But all of a sudden, we're having a spike in autoimmune diseases here recently, and they're trying to say it's all because of the junk food. Now, it is a contributing factor. It is, and it has been for decades, but it is not the primary factor that's doing this. We talked about this yesterday a little while. You know, We talked about what's going to happen when they turn on the 5G and how many people are going to be affected from an immune system standpoint with 5G and how it's basically a weapon system they're turning on on the whole planet. It's going to be cranking up on January the 19th, and we're going to see what happens. Now, are they going to turn it on all at once? Or are they going to gradually phase it in as they're doing it? You know, air traffic controller, the FFA, is saying that you can't turn it on in certain areas because it's going to interfere with jet communications and communications with pilots and airplanes. But it doesn't matter. The government still decided just to ignore the FAA and go ahead and do it. FFA, a couple of days ago, shut down the doggone <laughs> air traffic control system in the western United States and basically froze it for 7 to 20 minutes in certain areas because Korea had launched the missile. Now, why would they do that? Why would the FAA do that? Were they waiting to see if the missile was going to come into an intercept course and come back out of the sky and land in Los Angeles or was going to plop in the sea somewhere? I have no idea. The FAA is remaining silent on that. You know, but we got to understand a lot of things are happening right now. There's a lot of moving parts to this. And the one moving part that they don't like is the fact that all media is out there telling the people the truth in some cases. That's why they have to infiltrate all media. I'm going to let you guys know that. They couldn't have people out there that were really going in and telling the truth, telling the truth, telling the truth, telling the truth. You know, Bill Cooper, uh, he, he was back in the 90s. He ended up being shot to death. Uh, that boy told the truth. You know, now I disagree with some of the things he said. I don't agree with some of his stances that he took. But he straight told the truth, and he felt it was the truth, and he was a loose cannon on deck. You know, kind of like, you know, me and Austin are. I mean, we're going to tell you guys what we think is going on and how it's going on. And again, I'm not trying to disparage anybody that I've listed or mentioned today on the show. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying that why in the world do we have such a giant influx now of alt-media people and so much information being pushed out about them? I mean, I, like I said, with Huffington Post coming out with this whole information on, you know, on one guy having 167, 180 million in sales in a couple of years, three years. I don't care what he does in sales. It, can make, it, can make, it doesn't make any difference to me. But why is that important for them to push out? Are they just trying their best to discredit everybody out there who's in alt media? Are they trying to do that? I don't know. All I know is this. Now they're telling us Ebola's coming. Now they're shutting down the air traffic control systems in the western United States. Now they're telling us we're having supply line changes and supply line shortages. Now they're telling us that we're having inflation. Now they're still lying to us and telling us the reason that General Motors isn't producing cars is because they don't have any computer chips. What a lie. You, you realize how stupid that is? And the people, a lot of people in the automobile industry actually believe in this. I told them years ago when they started this it wasn't true. You can't even buy a truck. You go to these, you, you go to the new car lots. You can't even find a new car. Just go to Chevrolet. Try to find something new. They're all out of product. Now, why is that? 
Remember I talked about this. We were the only show that talked about it. it talked, we talked about the velocity of money. And they had, you had to slow down the economy if you're going to increase the amount of money in circulation. Otherwise, you're going to have hyperinflation. And they've, now they push trillions and trillions of dollars through on these budgets because of our compromised Congress. And now all of a sudden we're seeing that you know we're having this inflation going through the roof now, and yet we can't get any product. It, it, it's kind of crazy, isn't it, that we've actually found ourselves in a predicament like that where the V1, the velocity of money, is being slowed down, and the amount of product being produced is almost at a standstill. Back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, they used to say that the entire United States economy went with General Motors. They said the United States goes as General Motors goes. Why would that be that way? Well, number one, you get these big Chevy dealerships in almost every major city and some small towns all over the country, including GMC, and you have all this production of all of these products. The problem is – they don't do what Henry Ford did in his basically his 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 factory, you know, 100 years ago, where they produce everything from the windshields to the fenders to the to, to the rubber tires to everything. Everything is subbed out through parts manufacturers. And when they slow down the supply line and they say, okay, we're not going to produce this anymore, they shut down General Motors. When you shut down General Motors, you shut down the economic engine of the United States of America, along with Ford Motor Company and Chrysler. They basically, and that's what they've done. They've stopped our production manufacturing facilities from producing what they can produce for who knows what reason except for the V1 and to stop the hyperinflation. And that's where we have found ourselves right now in the United States. I tried to buy a truck last year. I couldn't even buy the truck. It wasn't available. I called up my dealership, and they're a major Chevy dealership here in central Florida, and they're good friends of mine. I really like the owner. I know everybody over there. They couldn't get me a vehicle. Couldn't do it. And I thought, wow, how about that? You know, you got all these guys. They used to sell literally 600 vehicles a month. Now they're lucky to sell 50 new vehicles a month. And it's happening everywhere. They, I told you the story. They told me they had, they usually sell hundreds and hundreds of vans every year, work vans, and they get one this year. One. As General Motors goes, so goes the United States. And when General Motors filed bankruptcy a few years ago and had to get bailed out and all the things that they did and tried to avoid the bankruptcy and shutting everything down and being broken up. I guarantee you they were bought up by State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock. Because suddenly, within just like a year or so after, oh, we've paid back the billions of dollars in loans that we took. Well, where did they get that money from? That's who runs the planet. That's who runs the world. It's the international bankers who answer to them. They're Masonic lackeys. And they're Satanist and the, the people at the highest level of the wizards and the witches. And you say, well, that sounds nuts. I know it does. And I'm not even going to argue with you. It does. It sounds crazy. But, guys, I've had involvement with witches before. It's a nightmare. Just dealing with these people is a nightmare. They're a bunch of weirdos. I've told you stories about it before. The, pre the reality is, is this. This underlying current of Satanism and lesbians and homosexuals and weirdos and perversion is everywhere as it was in the days of Noah, Jesus said, so shall it be upon my return. And the only way I look at this is come quickly, Lord Jesus. I mean, I'm serious. I really, I'd like for Christ to come back, put an end to all of this. Let's move on to heaven and be done with all of this stuff and just put these people where they belong. Because remember the book of revelation, we got to remember this in the end. Uh, Jesus wins. <laughs> okay? The Lamb of God wins. And it's how it works. And that's why this group of people that run the planet, they don't like the ending. They really don't. They're trying to change it over and over and over again. Here's the problem. And they know this, too. That's why they one of the reasons they're trying to open those portals in CERN. 
they know that God is omnipresent, and he's already seen the ending. He knows how it ends. That's why he wrote about it in the book of Revelation and told us about it throughout the New Testament. The reality is is they don't like that ending because they realize they get tossed into this lake of fire thing, and they realize they don't want to do that. <laughs> okay? and, and so they're doing everything they can in these little battles that we have. But when Jesus died on that cross and he said, it is finished, he, what, do you, what do you mean by that? He, he meant it was finished. I mean, the battle was over. The war was done. We had little skirmishes still going on, and these guys don't want to you know, lay it down quietly and silently, but this war in heaven has been going on for a long, long time. But that was it. That's why they said, the Bible says, had they known what they were doing, they never would have sacrificed the son of glory. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. I've done entire shows with you on what the blood does. Guys, listen to me. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. He is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. And our battle is not against flesh and blood. Keep praying. I prayed for you guys this morning. Keep asking God to direct you and guide you in everything that you do. Because, guys, the most important thing to do is to maintain your attitude and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this is the day the Lord hath made. And we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Don't let this stuff mess with your head. Keep focused on the cross. Keep focused on Jesus. Keep focused on that on that empty tomb. And keep focused on the resurrected Son of the Most High God who sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty right now, forever and ever. Always remember that, guys. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? Well, you nailed it on the head. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and they were saying, you know, oh, well, they, and they were just kind of complaining. And I said, listen, I said, one of the only things you can actually control, actually have full control over, I said, is your attitude. That's it. That's one of the only things you can actually totally control all the time is your attitude and how you look at things and how your outlook is on things and what you're going to do with certain things. I said when people go and they constantly have something negative to find, I said it basically travels through the rest of your life and affects everything. I said is everything great all the time? No. Do you have to be a realist about stuff a lot of times? Absolutely. But at the end of the day – you're the only one that can take responsibility for everything. Now, you can play the, the victimhood status. And I know a lot of people do. Every, they're a victim of everything. Everything that happens is a circumstantial reason that happened to them because they have a black cloud over their head and they basically can't control anything. Well, then you have to ask yourself the question, what decisions have you been making and what things have you been doing to cause those actions to occur? In most cases, the things you're around, the things you speak of, the people you hang around, the actions you do have certain factors on your life. And it's like you were just talking about a second ago, Dad, with the junk food. Now they're using this as a scapegoat. However, they are partially right about it. Is that I've seen this a lot. You have people that basically want to eat fast food at McDonald's and Taco Bell, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of their life. And then all of a sudden they start having health problems and they go, I don't know why this happened to me. Why did this happen to me? Well, you've continually put damaging products and toxins into your body for the last 40 years, but it's not rocket science. It's just what you've been doing. That's why it is so, so important. You make sure you raise your kids right when it comes to food and diet. Can they have a snack? Can they have some ice cream sometimes? Can they have some cake? Of course, you don't have to make your child live in a bubble, but again, Going through the fast food every day on the way back home from work to get Wendy's or McDonald's or Taco Bell because you simply don't want to make food at home and you want to eat something quick or you don't want to simply take the time to pack a small cooler so the kids have food on the regular basis while you're driving around. I'm always shocked of people. A lot of times when I go out with people, I go out on the weekends, we take the kids somewhere and people around and nobody ever has food with them. 
nobody has food with them. I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, we gotta go, gotta get another meal, gotta go to lunch. I'm like, okay, I don't mind going out to eat when we're out. That's a nice restaurant. So you guys bring me food. Well, we didn't bring me food. I mean, you don't have to be a bodybuilder and bring, you know, eight meals and Tupperware for each day. But my goodness, you at least need to have some food. For the simple reason, at least to have something on backup if something occurs when you're out and about or you're traveling or you're out of town. You be that person that's out and about and you got one protein bar in your backpack and you're, you know, four, five, six hour drive from home? That's going to be fun. No. You got to have some backups. You got to have some food. And this is why it's so crucial. You know what's going in your body the best of your ability. And I get it. The food's compromised to know in this now. I mean, even organic food halftime, you don't even know how organic it really is. Let's be honest. I mean, but you do know there's certain foods that are unbelievably toxic for you. And when you start looking at stuff, especially fast food, there's a reason why. You guys can look the video up online. There's a video they did with McDonald's and French fries, with a hamburger, Big Mac, and uh, French fries. And they went and they basically left it out for 365 days. Let it sit out. The maggots and the ants wouldn't even eat the food. It still looked like it was only a few days old, a year after it had been sitting outside, basically sitting by a window inside a house. Nothing would eat it. Even the cockroaches wouldn't eat it. That's kind of disturbing, isn't it? Like, what? The roaches don't even want to eat McDonald's? Wow. You get people shoving it in their body by the pound every single day, and they wonder why they're unbelievably sick. What you put in your body, what you take, and basically how you take care of yourself has a response. And again, it's so crucial we continue to maintain our health the best of our ability. That's why I've continually encouraged people, have at least the basic stack as far as the vitamin C and the multiple and the D3 and the zinc. Even if you're on a budget and you don't want to have a lot of supplements, I get it. Even if you're just taking a low dose on a regular basis, you're only taking a couple of them a day. You're basically just using it as a staple. And if you need it, you can amp up your dosage. But it's funny how I've talked to so many people and they'll say, well, I can't afford those. Those are too expensive. I can't do that. And then every time you talk to them, they're at Chick-fil-A every morning getting lunch or breakfast. Then they're at McDonald's every afternoon. I'm like – you know, just to go to Chick-fil-A or go to McDonald's for one meal, you're pushing close to 10 bucks for a full meal now. You know, you do that two, three times a day. That's $30 a day in fast food that you're spending. Nobody always thinks about that. That's almost $1,000 a month just in fast food you're spending, and you only have food at the house. In most cases, if you time it right as far as with prices, you can usually get food at the store at Publix, clean food, or even green-wise, sometimes organic food, and you could go home and cook food and have really, really good, consistent meals for not much more money, if less money, than eating fast food on a regular basis. The same thing goes with supplements. If you buy your supplements properly, like when we have sales and specials and kits, we do the best we can to keep everybody constantly taken care of, and you take some supplements and you keep them basically on, on standby – you can stay really healthy on a regular basis without spending insane amounts of money. But it's always interesting to me, and I've had, I had one guy tell me this, and Ted's always said this. He goes, people will always get what's a priority to them. If it's not a priority, they're not going to worry about it. If it is a priority and they want it, they're going to get it. If they want to go out to eat dinner at a restaurant every weekend and spend two, $300 on meals every weekend night, they'll do it. If they want to have supplements, they'll do it. And again, that's what you have to remember is what's the priority right now with everything that's going on. Also, to another news, this is a kind of an interesting story, and I saw this, and it kind of caught me off guard, and I started to do some more research on it, and I found it to be quite strange as it completely kind of collapses the narrative of what they're constantly telling everybody. There's now been a COVID 
outbreak, basically, on one of the ships, the Princess Elizabeth Polar Station, that went out to the Antarctic base. Okay, now i got to ask a question here. <laughs> the Belgian Scientific Research Station in Antarctica has now been hit with an outbreak of COVID-19, despite workers being fully vaccinated and based in the most remote region of the world. Since December 14th, 11 workers have caught the virus. All have now recovered. The situation was not dramatic, but they did test positive. Now, i got to ask the million-dollar question here. <laughs> if they're in Antarctica on a base station, how in the world did COVID fly its little wings down there and infect everybody? If everybody, A, is vaccinated, and B, you're not around anybody else except for the only people you're with on the station. Huh. That's a good question, isn't it? But everybody was vaccinated, right? So everybody's vaccinated. The only way they spread it was people that were vaccinated were spreading it, meaning those people must have had spike protein spillover and infected each other with more spike proteins because why? The RNA injections make you a pathogen production manufacturing site. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that part. Again, nobody wants to talk about this. Now, what's interesting about it enough is not only is Antarctica unbelievably remote, it's also one of the most questioned continents, yet being one of the most desolate continents in the entire world. Still to this day, I bring up the topic of Admiral Byrd. And most people don't even know about Operation High Jump or him taking three aircraft carriers with destroyers and submarines with 4,500 armed troops to do a geological exploration in Antarctica. What are you bringing 4,500 troops to Antarctica for for geological exploration unless you know you're going down there for a specific reason? And people a lot of times always say that his diary of him basically going down in the center of the earth partially and meeting this old civilization that he put in his diary, they said, well, that was all fake. He made that up, even though he was pretty much an unbelievably highly decorated officer. He actually received the Medal of Honor the highest, most prestigious things you can ever get in the United States, was one of the most pioneering exploration officers in history back then. Aircraft pilot, I mean, dude, dude was incredible. And yet, people always want to go, well, there's nothing down in Antarctica. There's no reason down in Antarctica. I know it's Antarctica. I have been down to Antarctica. But I can tell you one thing that's strange about Antarctica. Why are you not allowed to fly over the North or South Pole? Why are there no flyover zones? And they'll shoot you down for your protection if you try to fly over either one of those. I've always had that million-dollar question. Nobody's been able to answer that for me. Why are there these constant explorations that go down there? Why are there meetings that go down there? Why did John Kerry go down there after the election to go watch penguins? Why do you constantly hear about people going down there on these trips if there's nothing to see but ice and penguins most of the time? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. I know the theory of the hollow earth floated around a lot. I'm not saying it's real. I'm not saying it's false. All I'm saying is people that try to discount it say that the center of the earth is magma and there's all these different layers. Guess what, guys? We've only been down six miles on record. That was the Russians dug down six miles. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? I don't know how that works. Why, uh, why, why, why is anybody able to talk about that? Why can't you fly over Antarctica? I don't know. But I just thought it was an ironic story that you have a base station in the middle of nowhere in Antarctica and suddenly everybody gets infected with COVID when you have no outside individuals that are coming in there. Just thought I would throw that out there. You guys make what you think of that. Also, too, in other news, this is something that's interesting as well. Governor Newsom now, as they're turning California pretty much into a full-blown medical police state, he now 
quietly passed a spending bill over the weekend, $2.7 billion spending bill for a COVID emergency response package, $583 million of that military campaign, campaign package is to get more Californians vaccinated and boosted and combat Misinformation. Here you go now. This is $2.7 billion, guys. This is a lot of money. Continuing to vaccinate all public education campaign to provide reliable information and build vaccine confidence while combating misinformation, all of which is in partnership with 250 ethnic media outlets. In-home. In-home vaccination and testing programs to meet Californians where they live, provide free transportation for any appointments throughout the state, and help all Californians get vaccinated and boosted. That's kind of deeply disturbing, isn't it? In-home vaccination. Again, we're talking about people coming to your home with syringes to inject you with an RNA experimental shot because, well, again, it's for your safety. Now, on top of that as well, you have the president and CEO of the the California Hospital Association, Carmela Coyle. She came out and she committed the governor for taking these decisions to help protect the health and well-being of local communities with the expansion of vaccines, testings, boosters, and efforts to combat misinformation that's caused unnecessary deaths and illnesses. I continually hear this all the time, and everybody else has heard this. Combat misinformation, no. What they're calling misinformation is us calling the RNA experimental gene therapy shot something that's extremely dangerous according to the cdc's own vares reports no that's misinformation you can't talk about that they're doing everything they can to suppress the truth about what's happening right now including a 2.7 billion dollar bill to send the military out with the national guard to help go door to door to inject people and combat misinformation this is the start of a true medical war in my opinion it's already been going on actually but now we're seeing it go to a whole nother level and it's going to keep continually pushing further and further and further as long as people continue to comply this keeps going on what do you think then i think antarctica is a really weird place (laughs) (laughs) Do. And I, t- and I talked about it a few weeks ago about the whole doggone math doesn't work as far as the size of the sphere of the earth and all the other things they say the earth is. And I think that everything that we've been taught pretty much from a physics to a uh, to a, everything is a lie in the major universities. I, I, I believe all of that stuff's a bunch of lies now. Now, whether it's 100% lies, I don't believe all that, but I believe that there's a lot of things that they're simply not telling us. I mean, I don't understand how you can get across a 30 or 40 mile body of water and shine a laser from one coast to the other coast and see it and not have it under the, you know, the curvature of the planet. It doesn't make any sense. The math doesn't work. So I don't know. All I know is that, you know, you can't fly over Antarctica because if you do, you'll be shot down for your own safety because they don't want to send a rescue party in to try to find you. I mean, just so stupid. And here's the other question. How are they going to shoot you down? I want to ask you that question. Do they have missiles in Antarctica that are aimed at aircraft that may wander into that airspace? Are there full military bases down there with aircraft that are going to intercept you? I mean, if you're flying around Antarctica and they're going to shoot you down, how are they planning on doing that? That's the question. Do they have planes down there they can scramble? You you scramble a plane from Africa or South America and you're on another jet heading into Antarctica, quite frankly – they're not going to get to you before you're pretty much in the middle of that continent, supposedly. 
And I don't understand why when some of these pioneers of basically the seas have gone in and measured the distance around Antarctica, the one man did that, it was like 28,000 miles. But the circumference of the Earth at the equator is only 25,000 miles. None of this stuff makes any sense to me anymore because I'm a scientist. You know, I've been trained to think, you know, from a scientific standpoint. And it's all a bunch of weird, weird nonsense now. And then we've got planes flying over, dumping all kinds of garbage on us to increase the, how should I say, the conductivity of the atmosphere using barium and aluminum. We know that they're wanting to inject us now with Ebola vaccines. That's coming next, by the way. That stuff really is coming out of China. And all of this stuff is just fear porn, fear porn, fear porn to reduce the population of the planet. It's like that Dr. LeBeau said on that conspiracy theory show 10, 15 years ago now that the whole thing is a complete onslaught on the human immune system. And Austin's right. Don't eat junk. How about that? How about you don't eat Twinkies and Ding Dongs and cupcakes and stuff that the rodents and the ants and the bacteria doesn't even want to eat? How about you don't do that? I remember one time I was at a health food show. It was like a health seminar. And I was there, and they had this Twinkie on prominent display on a shelf, you know, in the cellophane. And I asked them, I said, why are you guys promoting Twinkies? And they said, we're not. We're seeing how long it's going to last. And I said, well, how long have you had it? They said, 15 years. Yeah, 15 years. It hadn't – nothing ate it. Nothing would touch it. Everything was, you know, freight frightened of it. And, you know, and here, here's the thing. Like if you give a cat, you know, milk and you put it in an aluminum bowl and you let it sit for a bit, they won't drink the milk. They don't want to drink it because the aluminum gets into the milk and for some reason they can, you know, figure out that it's in there. And they don't want to put it in there because it's toxic to them. You know, we have all these orange groves here in central Florida. We did. They're all dead. But they can't handle the aluminum coming into the soil. But nobody will talk about it. Nobody will go into it and look at the old research and look at the new research. I mean, we tested the water here twice, and we found out it was so high in aluminum barium it wasn't safe to drink. Coming out of the clouds, coming out of a storm. Now, what the heck? So all of the stuff that we're being told with the 5G turning on, the chemtrails, the geoengineering, the global warming, who really runs the planet, what the Kabbalists are doing – all go back to an interdimensional interface that we have other entities controlling this planet, and they have been doing so since Genesis chapter 6. They've been doing so since the Garden of Eden. Just the reality of all of this. You think, well, that sounds weird. Yeah, I know. And if you're listening to the show for the first time, you're probably thinking, whatever, this is so weird, I don't want to think about it. But isn't that what they always do, isn't it? They make it so weird, and they make anybody who says anything about any of this stuff, they discredit them so quickly that you don't want to go there anymore, and you think, well, I'm not going to think about that. I have my own thing I have to do. I've got to feed my kids. I've got to keep my job. i got to do what they tell me to do. I've got to pay the bills. Isn't that what they've done, isn't it? They've got you so far into debt that you have to do the, these things in order to basically continue to survive and to eat. And now they're taking away food supplies, and we have empty shelves. They're calling him Empty Shelf Biden now, and he's not doing anything. He's a complete and total figurehead moron. He, the boy's got some – his Alzheimer's or his senile dementia is so bad, I don't think he even knows where he is. I think they wake him up in the morning and dust him off with a feather duster, and prop him in front of a camera, shoot him up with some amphetamines or whatever else they have, adrenochrome, whatever they're giving him, and basically jack him up so he can actually talk. This is, this is the extent of the manipulation of what's going on. Then you get him when he's not all jacked up and he can't even make two sentences go together. I mean, he, it's unbelievable. So we as Christians, as believers in our Lord Jesus Christ, need to realize that Christ came here. 2,000 years ago, to deliver us from the evil one who's running the planet. That's why they hate Christians, <laughs> okay? because we have faith and we have victory in Jesus. 
And then we get these evangelicals coming out and telling us that God's an hermaphrodite, which is right out of the Masonic teaching, that God's both male and female. It's right out of Masonic teaching. It's right out of the Kabbalah, right out of the Zohar. And we, yet we're supposed to believe these guys are telling us the truth in other areas when all of the research and literature says that these guys are high-level Masons. Wait a minute. Is it that deceptive right now in the media and in Christian media? Are there that many people out there that aren't telling you the truth? The answer is yes, because they don't want you to have a personal relationship with the Most High God. They don't want you to have a personal relationship with his son, Jesus. They want to continue to obfuscate the truth and to drag you into the same ditch that they're in. Because, guys, misery loves company. And these guys, they have no joy. And they want you not to have any joy. They'll do everything they can to take your joy away. Don't let that happen. Remember, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. I will be glad. And it's like Austin said, the one thing we can control every single day is our attitude. Always keep a good one. Because remember, God don't make junk. And if God be for you, who could be against you? Austin, finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. That's well said. And you know, I, I saw the, uh, the the tweets and the trending to the empty shelf Biden. I thought the same thing. Granted, it was funny, but again, he's just a scapegoat. You don't. We don't even know when they're recording all the stuff that they put out with him. Let's be honest with it. I said that to somebody the other day. Well, what do you mean? I said, do you not remember the video last year? Where he's walking down the sidewalk and then he's doing a conference and all of a sudden his hands going through all the microphones as he's moving them. They all still superimposed them. Whole thing was staged. There was no audience. There was no press. They go, well, you know, that, that doesn't mean anything. I said, dude, have you seen a movie before? You watched a movie? Well, yeah. Do you see the crew behind the film? Do you see the cameraman? Do you see all the staff? I said, no. So you don't know what they're doing with this. I said their special effects are so good right now in green screen and superimposing things and putting sound and voice in. You don't even know the difference when you see a lot of this stuff now. When they're recording it, where they're recording it, how they're recording it. They may get him up now half the time and pre-record a bunch of stuff that they're going to have him say over the next two, three, four, five weeks. And then they release it in different bits, change a different color tie, change a different color shirt, give him a little bit more amphetamines to finish the show and be done with it. And they go lay him back down. He goes and sleeps for the next month. I don't know. I don't trust anything anymore on the mainstream media i have been shown very clearly now over the last two years that pretty much every single thing we see is full-blown theater designed to make you think a certain way and once you understand that concept once you grasp it you fully grasp it like with the matrix when you red pill and you go wow okay now I realize what's really happening. Now I realize what they're really doing. Now I realize why so many people are following the lie. It changes your entire perception of what everything is right now. And that's why we know pretty much you have to get the truth out there right now. That's why they continually, continually push no misinformation. No misinformation. That's why we push this show so hard. That's why I appreciate your support. Thank you for getting the show out there and forwarding it. If you can't forward the show, at least get the articles that we send out. We post on the website every single day. A lot, Almost everything we talk about, we put on the show. Links to it. Links to it. Do your own research. I tell about that all the time. Do your own research. Nobody has a right to tell you what to think, what to feel, how to act. Nobody has that right, my friends. You have a right to question everything. I tell everybody that, that I come in contact with when I'm doing stuff or I'm talking to them. I said, you don't have to believe me. So do your own research. I said, at any point in time somebody tells you 
You don't have the right to question them. You don't have a right to do your own research. You don't have a right to make your own decisions. That person is 100% against your freedom, and that is not anything you should listen to, and they have no voice of authority in my opinion, period. And once you get that concept, you realize, wow, yeah, there's a lot of shady stuff going on right now, especially when you're not allowed to question anything. Oh, you can't question the vaccine. That's misinformation. You can't ask what's in it. You can't ask why it's experimental. You can't ask why it's emergency use. You can't ask why it's RNA gene therapy that's never been approved by the FDA up until last year. And before that, they never allowed it. Companies tried for 10 years. They never would approve RNA gene therapy on human testing, period. Now all of a sudden they do. Wake up, my friends, and realize what's happening. Why did everybody in Antarctica at this base station catch COVID when they're all fully vaccinated, isolated by themselves? Ask questions. Thank you again, my friends, for the support. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com, if you need anything at all. The vitamin C uh, capsules with antioxidants. Got more back in stock right now. Got a small batch. Have another batch on route right now that's coming in. So be sure to check that out. Also, the B-Complex on super sale right now and product of the week the ultimate multiple chewable lots of specials and stuff going on right now so be sure to check it out at the website healthmasters.com have a blessed safe awesome night my friends stay strong i'll talk to you again tomorrow as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.